Welcome to SJL Daily. My name is Les Talbot, and today we're dealing with 1 Kings chapter 7, 8, and 9. Actually, chapters 6 through 9 are about God establishing his temple in Jerusalem. In chapters 6 and 7, there's great detail on the building of the temple and Solomon's palace. Then in chapter 8 is the grand opening ceremony, the Ark of the Covenant brought to the temple, Solomon's prayer dedication and closing ceremonies. Then in chapter 9, God appears to Solomon again with a choice of blessing and curse. And that's what we're going to be dealing with. 1 Kings 9, chapters 1 through 5. And it came to pass when Solomon had finished building the house of the Lord and the king's house, and all Solomon's desire which he wanted to do, that the Lord appeared to Solomon the second time, as he had appeared to him at Gibeon. And the Lord said to him, I've heard your prayer and your supplication that you have made before me. I have consecrated this house, which you have built to put my name there forever, and my eyes and my heart will be there perpetually. Now if you walk before me as your father David walked, in integrity of heart and in uprightness, to do according to all that I have commanded you, And if you keep my statutes and my judgments, then I will establish the throne of your kingdom over Israel forever, as I promised David your father, saying you should not fail to have a man on the throne of Israel. This is the word of the Lord. So this was some 24 years after Solomon came to the throne. The temple and the palace work at Jerusalem were finished. Now Solomon had to deal with life after completing his greatest accomplishment. It was the hour when the accomplishment of work frequently means relaxing of effort. The Lord appeared to Solomon the second time. God was good to give Solomon a special appearance at the beginning of his reign. That was in 1 Kings chapter 3 when Solomon prayed for wisdom. It was even better for God to grant a unique appearance to Solomon the second time. God said, now if you walk before me as your father David walked, then I will establish the throne of your kingdom over Israel forever. God's answer to Solomon's previous prayer had a great condition. If Solomon walked before God in obedience and faithfulness, he could expect blessing on his reign and the reign of his descendants, and the dynasty of David would endure forever. Let's note here, God did not demand perfect obedience from Solomon. David certainly did not walk perfectly before the Lord, and God told Solomon to walk before me as your father David walked. This was not out of reach for Solomon. Then in verse 6, But if you or your sons at all turn from following me and do not keep my commandments and my statutes, which I have set before you, but go and serve other gods and worship them, then I will cut off Israel from the land which I have given them. And this house which I have consecrated for my name, I will cast out of my sight. Israel will be a proverb and a byword among all peoples. And as for this house, which is exalted, everyone who passes by it will be astonished and will hiss and say, Why has the Lord done this to this land and to this house? Then they will answer, Because they forsook the Lord their God, who brought their fathers out of the land of Egypt, 
and have embraced other gods and worshipped them and served them. Therefore, the Lord has brought all this calamity on them. Actually, we're going to find out in the next chapter that Solomon actually turns from God. Let's pray. God, our Father in heaven, Jesus Christ and Holy Spirit, we want to thank you once again for all your many, many blessings that you have chosen us to be here today for this special time in America's history. Father, we confess that we've dropped our guard. We have uh, misused prosperity, kind of let things slide, looking after our own affairs. But uh, lines are being drawn today in our world, either for you or against you. It is time for us to choose. Are we on God's side? Are we going to honor you? Are we going to humble ourselves before you? Or are we going to be selfish and start uh, or continue to uh, do what we feel is best for us selfishly? Father, we're sorry. We just pray that you would forgive us our sins. You don't demand perfection, but you do demand surrender. And we are so grateful for that. We don't deserve it. But you stand at the door and knock. And if we will open the door, you will come in with us and sup with us and save us, which means a big win, eternity in heaven forever. At the same time, access to your strength and power until that time happens. Amen.